Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. I trust you've been having a great summer. We've been having a great summer. I've been busy doing some planning uh, for some upcoming meetings that we have. I'm super excited about uh, this coming September. We have our first uh, healing crusade coming up in Europe. It's actually going to be a combo deal. We're going to be in Poland uh, for several days doing a healing crusade, and then we'll be going down to Kasumu, Kenya, and doing a conference there with Rama, Kenya. But I'm especially excited about Poland. Uh, this past year, we've told you about this before in prior podcasts, but this past year, uh, the Lord began speaking to me about Europe and put really putting Europe on my heart uh, and Lacey's heart as a focus. And uh, so we've started this thing called Project ESK, uh, ESK standing for Europe Shall Know. The Lord told me, he said, Europe shall know me. And I began to look at the scripture, and the first thing that came to my mind was when Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And, you know, and in Europe, it's a very much an atheistic society, unfortunately, much like the, the U.S. is becoming. But, you know, the one way to get past people thinking in their head is through the miraculous. And if they can see the power of God, experience the power of God, it opens up their hearts to truly know him and experience him. And so uh, Project Esk has two parts. Uh, one is through the healing crusades. And so we're going to be doing these uh, at night and during the day, going out and laying hands, ministering to people, inviting them back to the meetings at night, more of a crusade uh, format. Uh, but w- the second part is we are in the process of getting our books, uh, particularly and uh, mainly uh, two, Naturally Supernatural and Think Like Jesus, getting those translated into the languages of these countries that we're going into. And so Poland is our first stop. And so Right now, uh, Naturally Supernatural and Think Like Jesus are being translated into Polish, and we're super excited about that. Uh, right now, Think Like Jesus has been translated into Chinese, and Naturally Supernatural has been translated into Korean from a couple of years ago. And so we're really excited to add uh, Polish uh, to the uh, translated titles. And so we've been asking everybody, if you would, if, if you have it on your heart to partner up with us for Project Esk, Man, that would be so great. Uh, so many times, though, we think it has to be a large amount. I've been telling people it doesn't have to be anything large at all. $5 would be tremendous because it really literally only costs $5 for us to get this book uh, printed uh, in these particular languages. Uh, total, it's around uh, $25,000 to $3,000. Uh, for the translation and the printing, but you know, $5 will pay for a printed book uh, to give to these pastors. And that's what we're endeavoring to do with these, is give these books to, and put them in the hands of the pastors that are coming to the meeting so that they can take this back to their congregations and we can get these books into places that we you know, might not uh, get into. I firmly believe that books, uh, it'll get you into places in the world that you'll, you'll never go to. You would never be able to reach, but that book can. And you could help us uh, in, in being a part of that. 
And so uh, if, you, if you want to, if you have that on your heart, uh, please feel free to go to chadgonzalez.com. Uh, there's a partner link up at the top, and when you click that, you can find out some things about Project Esk, and you can become a partner with us in doing that and reaching the world through these healing conferences and the book translations throughout Europe. And we would very, very much appreciate your, your partnership in that. Well, let's get into uh, today's topic. I want to talk about this. This is something we've been seeing uh, for years now, uh, and especially amongst uh, those that would, would call themselves charismatic, spirit-filled, word, people, whatever. It's this topic of this as far as trying to get healed. Uh, healing has been a big push uh, for us. It's really been the thing for me that just really lights the fire. Uh, it's the area that, that the Lord has really uh, put on our heart and we've been focusing on for years now and just seeing tremendous results uh, increase every single year. Um, but this is something I've been running into is that uh, people are trying to heal themselves. Now, I know that sounds kind of goofy uh, initially, but really that's what's happening is people are trying to heal themselves. The same people that are saying, I know that it's God's will for me to be healed. I know healing has already been provided. I know that Jesus has already paid the price for me. We know the right things to say, and we know the right things to do. But ultimately, uh, we're trying to heal ourselves, and yet we're calling it faith. And so I just want to kind of deal with this, talk about this a little bit, maybe help you see this in a different light. Um, and, and if you're one of those ones that you may be doing this and you don't even realize it. And so I just want to help you a little bit. Um, and so let me tell you this, and, and just as a, a good reminder and a good basis for this, you were never meant to save yourself. And we understand that. You can't save yourself. You can't provide salvation for yourself. And just because uh, you weren't meant to save yourself, it's also the very same reason you were never meant to heal yourself. You know, God, He is our God. He's our Father. He's our provider. He's our healer, our sustainer. He takes care of everything, and that's why Jesus, as our Lord, our Savior, and our Shepherd, the Shepherd of the sheep, the Shepherd's responsibility is to look out for the sheep. It's not the sheep's responsibility to look out for themselves. That's the whole piece of Jesus not only being our Savior, but also being our Lord. We release everything that we are to Him, so that He's Lord over every area of our life, and so uh, within that, you see not only the taking care of now, but also the future. He saved us from all of the junk, but he's also Lord of our life to take care of us for the rest of our life uh, and being the, the Lord over our life, the Lord over our finances, over our health. You know, even in the area of finances, we weren't meant to ultimately prosper ourselves. Yes, we are to work hard. Uh, and we are to sow and, and sow seed and, and tithe and give. But ultimately, you know, our work is to provide seed and our sowing and reaping. And really, it comes down to God telling us where to sow and God telling us where to be so that we're always in the right place at the right time so he can prosper us and do it as, as him doing it for us, not us. And so we understand that, you know, faith uh, in His grace, provides salvation. We see that in Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And so it's not faith that's, that gets us saved. Grace provides salvation. And then it's us putting our faith in what He provided. 
That's what provides salvation. And that's why he goes on to say, uh, you've been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's the gift of God and not of works so that no one can boast. And yet we see this happening. It's so subtle, but it's happening throughout a lot of us faith people uh, in regards to healing and other areas. We, we would never attribute it to salvation. Uh, we're too smart for that. But when it comes to healing in other areas, uh, you listen to people and you say, how did you get healed? Well, by faith. You know, I just believe God. Well, actually, uh, that healing was provided by the grace of God and, and through your union with Christ. It was just the fact that we stopped working and we allowed what's already on the inside of us to begin to flow. In other words, you could say we got out of the way. Notice he said, this is through the gift of God, not of work, so that no one should boast. No one should boast. So it's not supposed to be about me and what I did. It's about what he already did. Because in verse 10, he said, for we are his workmanship, and get this, notice this, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, I don't know about you, and this is something I, I literally I saw this morning as I was getting prepared for this. I've read over this so many times, I've never seen it like this. And this was just revelation by the Holy Spirit. But he said, For we as his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared that we should walk in them. For years I have seen this and looked at this as that I was created in Christ to do good stuff. And God has prepared these things for me to walk in. Now, uh, that's true. I mean, I was created in Christ to do some miraculous things. You were created in Christ to do some miraculous, marvelous, supernatural things God's already prepared for you to walk in. But not only were you uh, created in Him to do some good stuff, you were also created to him, in Him for good stuff to happen in you. And God prepared that we should walk in these things. We are his workmanship. He created us and fashioned us just like he did Adam in the very beginning for the life of God to be imparted into our spirit through our union with Christ, our union with the Father, so that it would flow and flow and flow through us. See, what you do on the outside is predicated by what happened on the inside. Notice you are created in Christ for good works. Well, one of those good works is not just not only the things that uh, flow out of you, but some of those good works are also the, the life of God that flows on the inside of you, the good stuff that flows on the inside of you so that you can walk in them. Notice you're created in Him, created in Christ. Your union with Christ, it puts you in a position for the life and the miraculous power of God to flow through Him and into you. Uh, it basically puts you in a place where as He is, so are we that you read about in first john chapter 4 and verse 17 it also leads us to the place of what jesus talks about uh, in john chapter 15 that he's the vine and we are the branches uh, let's read this john chapter 15 and verse 1 he said i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch can't bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. There is so much good stuff in here in regards to your union with Christ, the power of God, miracles, 
the life of God, getting results like Jesus. And we don't have time just to, to spend time on all of it today, but I just want to point out a few really good nuggets here. Number one, he said, Every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bear fruits, he pr- bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. For me, I've been seeing this over the years, that the more I get my uh, self out of the way, or you, you could say this pruning taking place, where I'm more aware of him than I am of myself, my situation, sickness, disease, uh, weakness, the more I begin to bear fruit. Uh, let, me, let me put it this way. Uh, the more you're out of the way, the more he's in the way. And I'm not talking about you and your personality. God made you the way you are to use you. I'm talking about our awareness. And that's really what this comes down to. I'm talking about our awareness of stuff, awareness of things. The more you begin to prune back and you become less aware of your situation, less aware of the sickness, less aware of the paralysis, less aware of the cancer, and more aware of him, you start to see more fruit. Uh, Verse 3, he said, you're already clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. So you and I, we're already in the position. So we're not trying to necessarily get healed. We're not trying to get more righteous. We're not trying to get into a position where we can get healed. We're already there. Grace put us in that place. Grace put us in that position. You don't have to try to get there. He said, you're already clean. You're already taken care of. Uh, because of the word I've spoken to you, and it puts you in that place. And because you're in that place, verse 4, he said, abide in me and I in you. See, you're already in the place of union with him. You're already in a place where things can begin to flow, but we've got to learn to stay there. That word abide means to dwell. That's your dwelling place, the place you live, the place you stay. This is the place that you need to be most aware of. He said, abide in me and I in you. As the, now, get it, as the branch can't bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And this is the issue with so many of us is that we are trying on our own to get what Jesus already provided. And again, we know we can't heal ourselves. We can't save ourselves. We can't do those things. We know that uh, you know, salvation provided all of these wonderful benefits. We know that healing's already been provided. We know that Jesus already took the curse for us. But for some reason, we're still working to try to get God to give us the healing that we know is already ours. And it's a subtle thing that, that Satan has, has worked into uh, our doctrine, so to speak, and our beliefs. And we've got to get that out. And that I can't heal myself. My, I'm not. I can't be relying on my confession, my Bible reading, my serving, um, my faith, my this, my that to get me healed. It was never my job to do those things. My only job is to abide. My only responsibility is to abide. My only, uh, my only thing of work in my life is to abide in Him. And yet. On our flesh, it is hard. I ain't going to lie. It's hard on your flesh. It's hard on your soul uh, to get quiet, to spend time with Him, to fellowship with Him, to spend time praising, to spend time praying in the Spirit, to get your mind quiet and your mind in the place where you are more aware of Him than you are your circumstances and your situation. And if we don't do that, then we're going to be like the dog chasing his tail. We're going to be like the mouse just running the wheel. We're going to be working, 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 and yet not getting anywhere. 
And yet that's what produces frustration and anger and, and, and spirit-filled, Bible-believing, faith Christians that love God with all their heart and yet aren't seeing the results that we know we should be seeing. Jesus said in verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So many of us are trying to do this on our own. And the problem is we're calling it faith. But there really is no faith unless it's in him and what he's already done and what he's doing in you. So if you're not careful, you can take these these wonderful, wonderful realities of faith and principles of faith that we're supposed to be using in our daily life. And then the problem is you turn them into a job. And what's happening for many Christians is that they're working for Faith Incorporated and yet not getting a paycheck. How would you like to go to work and not get paid? And yet that's what's happening for a lot of Christians is that we are working our tails off and yet we're not getting a paycheck. Uh, We're not getting the results that we know we should be getting. And so we're getting frustrated and mad and upset, angry. And but the, the thing is, is that the longer that I do this, I'm not saying I've got it all together by any means. I mean, <laughs> the more the more that we do this, the more questions I have. Uh, but but we're getting results, and so you know, if you're getting if you're getting more results, if you're getting 75% people healed, uh, you know, and then you're starting to see 80%, 85%, you know, you're headed in the right direction. And so the more that we begin to do this, the the more I believe the answer is so simple. Just become aware of him. Become more aware of him than your circumstances. This is what we've been seeing in our meetings over the last several years. I mean, it's gotten to the point rarely are we even laying hands on people uh, through through the worship, uh, through the teaching of the word, uh, just simply by getting people's eyes back on Jesus and helping them to become more aware of God in that, that particular time and situation right then uh, versus their circumstances, miracles begin to take place. Healing begins to take place in people's bodies. They're not even working trying to get anything to happen. Because in that situation, they're now abiding in Him. They become more aware of Him than their circumstances. And I truly believe that what happens is that when we become more aware of Him than our circumstances, as a believer, as a Christian, someone united with Christ, What happens is the life of God that's already on the inside of our spirit because of our union with him, the more aware we are of him, faith begins to automatically rise. And and I found out that faith, it's a natural byproduct of your fellowship and awareness of him. So I don't even I don't even really teach on faith, so to speak. I'm not I'm not eliminating faith. You can't eliminate faith. But what I found is if I can just get people more aware of him, then what happens is faith is there. Faith begins to rise because they begin to sense Him. Uh, Their focus is on Him. Their awareness is on Him. And as faith begins to rise, faith begins to take uh, what's already been provided. And I truly believe that what happens is is that, that the life of God, that dam, so to speak, breaks. And the life of God just begins to rush uh, like a mighty river all throughout people's bodies. You could almost say that when your awareness of God uh, with you and your faith is in Him, that's when the life of God just begins to flow. I mean, it's at that moment the life of God's released, and it begins to just massively flow through every fiber of your being. Remember what Jesus told the woman at the well, uh, that when we receive Him, there'd be a well of living water on the inside of us. It's, it's, you find it in John 4, verse 13, Jesus said, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water I will give 
will never thirst. And the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Right here to me, I believe so firmly this right here is the answer to divine health. Not just getting healed, but divine health. He said he will never thirst. Well, if you want to, if you want to look at it in the area of healing, he will never be sick. Why? Because the water that I give him will be a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. There is on the inside of you, because of your union, there is a well of living water that you can dip into anytime you want and, and just begin to flow in your body. That well is for us. It is just for us to, to access and have flowing in us. And I've always viewed uh, this thing of our union with God just kind of like a if you've been in the hospital and you had an IV drip, and it's just a drip, 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 uh, like an IV hooked up to the throne of God, flowing into your spirit, flowing into your body. This is the life that God has designed for us to live, where we don't have to save ourselves, heal ourselves, prosper ourselves through our abiding in Him. The life of God flows in our body, providing healing and providing restoration. And the life of God flows into our mind, giving us wisdom and insight to make the right decisions at the right time and being in the right place at the right time so that we are producing massive amounts of fruit for him, not because of anything we are or we've done, but simply because of him living in us, abiding in us, dwelling in us, and us abiding and living and dwelling in him. It produces much fruit. So with all that said, let me sum it up by this. Stop trying to heal yourself. Stop trying to figure out all the right things to do so you can get healed. Just focus on him. Spend some time with him. Become more aware of him. Talk to him. Sing to him. Worship in him. And get your mind more aware of him than your circumstances. And when you do, I'm telling you, I've seen it through experience and I see it in the word. When you get to that point, that's when miracles begin to happen. We prove it out every single healing service that we do. This is when miracles are, ha are happening. And if that's when miracles are happening in a corporate setting, that's when miracles can happen in a private setting between you and him. Praise God. Well, I hope that helped you. Spend some time looking at Ephesians 2, uh, 8 through 10, John chapter 15, 1 through 5. There's such powerful revelation there concerning our union with Christ and healing. I hope that helped you. Um, again, uh, go to our website, chadgonzalez.com. Go check out YouTube, uh, YouTube channel or Facebook uh, so you can keep up to date with what's going on. Uh, if you'd like to partner up with us for Project Esk, we'd invite you to do so. We'd very much appreciate it. You can do so at chadgonzalez.com. Guys, we love you. We appreciate your partnership, your support. Um, also, uh, would you email me? You can email us at info at chadgonzalez.com or you can message us on Facebook. Let us know some topics that you'd like to hear uh, uh, talked about, taught on here in the Supernatural Life podcast. We love hearing from you, who you are, where you're listening from. Any way that we can pray for you, we'd love to uh, be a part of that. God bless you. Have a great day, a great week, great month. Until next month, talk to you soon. Remember that in Christ, we always win.